InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. When it comes to being a safe driver, there's no substitute for experience. But you might be surprised to learn that the young student drivers are not the most dangerous. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with the story. Roy? Thanks, Chris. We're talking with Peter Kissinger, President and CEO of the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety. Mr. Kissinger, welcome to InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. So let's begin with that surprising stat that young student drivers are not the most dangerous drivers out there. Can you explain that? Absolutely. When the student driver is with their parent or with a driving instructor, it's actually the safest period of driving that they will have the entire time they're driving. As soon as the parent leaves the car or the driver instructor leaves the car and they start driving by themselves, the risk goes up immeasurably. And we see a dramatic jump in the number of crashes, the number of injuries and deaths in the first six months when people are driving by themselves. What are the most common errors that you see from these young drivers when they first start out solo? Well, one of the big things is failure to negotiate a left turn accurately. That's just one of those things that, unfortunately, oftentimes the child does not get practice doing that with the parent when they're in the car together. And when they start out driving independently, they just have difficulty making all the right judgments. It's one of those things that we take for granted. Those of us that have a lot of experience, we take for granted, but unfortunately, it's a very complex maneuver. And it simply underscores the fact that one of the main things parents can do to decrease the risk of their child being in a crash is to really practice with them. I mean, the best way to learn how to drive is to practice, practice, practice. Practice with your parent, practice with a guardian, or practice with a driving instructor. And unfortunately, we don't see sufficient amount of practice occurring. In fact, what we found from our research is that during the permit phase, oftentimes the parent and the student driver will spend less than two hours a week practicing. And that's simply not sufficient to learn the kind of skills that are necessary. And worse than that, most of the practice that the teenagers get while they're in the permit phase is very routine driving, to and from church, to and from school. What the parent needs to do is to give the student a variety of driving experiences. And as they gain more confidence, make sure that they do other higher skilled activities like driving on freeways and more congested areas at night and in clement weather. Students need to get that kind of experience before they start driving by themselves. You mentioned that it's averaging about two hours a week for many parents and their young drivers. How much is a sufficient amount of time? AAA recommends a minimum of 100 hours of practice time between, again, working with parents, working with their child. And unfortunately, you know, that is often characterized as a very emotional experience. And as a result, a lot of parents don't really enjoy doing it. But again, what we're trying to do is to remind parents that's the safest time that their children will ever be in the car. And they need to take the time to increase the amount of practice time so that they develop the skills and the experience necessary that will make them safer drivers when they start driving by themselves. Our guest on InfoTrack is Peter Kissinger, President and CEO of the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety. We're talking about teenagers and learning how to drive. Mr. Kissinger, I saw a recent story that mentioned that if someone waits to learn to drive until they're 18 or 19, they're not necessarily any safer in that learning phase than someone who is, say, 16. That's absolutely correct. Regardless of the age, as soon as someone starts driving independently, the risk of that individual 
jumps up. And the good news is that regardless of the age, again, it will follow sort of a classic learning curve. And over a period of months and years, it will gradually level off until a stable base of risk, if you will. However, the older one is, the more mature one is, the more one's brain is fully developed, the lower that risk is a little bit. So everyone will jump up a little bit, but those that are, let's say, 18, 19, or 20, they won't jump up quite as much as a 16- or 17-year-old. And what are your thoughts about parental involvement after the teenager gets his license? I would think the supervision certainly shouldn't stop there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in most jurisdictions in this country, there is something in place called graduated driver licensing. And during that period of time that's often called a probationary period or intermediate period, there are often restrictions placed on the teenage driver. For example, that they will not be able to drive after a certain time at night, or they may not be able to drive with certain passengers in the car. Those restrictions are vitally important. And the most important thing is for parents to understand that they're important, what the significance is, and regardless of the state law or the law that applies in their jurisdiction, they should enforce those restrictions to the extent that they possibly can. So we know, for example, that one of the risks of the young independent drivers when they have other passengers in the car. The more passengers in the car, especially peers, the greater the risk. And so regardless of the state law, we encourage parents, especially during that first month or two or three months of independent driving, to make sure that their son or daughter do not have other teen passengers in the car. Similarly, we know that the risk goes up considerably at night. And so again, especially during that early month or two of driving, it's important that the child does not go out after 9, 10, or 11 o'clock at night by themselves. As more and more high schools drop driver's education programs, it would seem to me that the pressure on the parents is increasing in terms of supervising their youngsters. Oh, I'm sure that's the case. I mean, we live in a fast-paced environment. Everyone's multitasking that no one seems to have enough hours in the day to do anything. But it's important for parents to fully appreciate the fact that Motor vehicle crashes remain the number one reason why teenagers die in this country. Those teen crashes account for almost three-quarters of a million crashes every year, about a quarter of a million injuries, and 3,000 deaths. And every one of those can be prevented if parents simply get more engaged and spend more time with their child practicing how they can drive safely. Peter Kissinger, the president and CEO of the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety. Is there a website where you recommend people learn more? Keys to Drive is a good one, and our website is AAAFoundation.org. Well, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thanks a lot. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.